Hi there. Welcome to The Trauma Tapes, a podcast about overwhelming experiences and how to cope with the traces they leave on our lives. As we gather our first letters and put the first official episode together, I thought we could come together and lay a foundation for the podcast and its topic. What are we doing here? First of all, who am I? I am Dr. MC McDonald. I'm a professor, a writer, and a life coach who has devoted my career to the study of trauma. It's my goal in life to shift the way that we define, understand, and treat traumatic experience. I work across disciplines, so that means I bring psychology into conversation with philosophy and neuroscience in order to interrogate the way that we talk about trauma. Practically, that means I am almost always ranting about something. I have been working with the historical concepts behind the treatment of trauma, and I've also been working directly with people who are trying to live in the aftermath of trauma for my entire career. So why this podcast? Um, So stories about trauma help us understand what it is and how to fix it. Um, From a clinical perspective, we define trauma in part based on the way that people report their traumatic experiences. And this means that the definitions of what is traumatic and how to treat trauma are constantly being updated and revised, just like any other category or definition in mental health. If we think about the history of the study of trauma, our definitions of trauma tend to swing really kind of widely between two extremes one that's far too restrictive and one that's far too inclusive. When we're being too restrictive, we tend to limit the definition of trauma to two or three very specific kinds of events that we label as traumatic from the outside. So surviving a plane crash or going to war um, might be things that we just sort of widely assume are traumatic. This kind of definition is problematic because it means that people who are going through other kinds of events and showing up with the same symptoms do not get diagnosed or treated correctly because we don't recognize their experience as traumatic since it doesn't fit within those two or three very specific kinds of events that we've labeled. On the other side of things, we also then tend to kind of alienate people who go through events that we have labeled as traumatic, but don't have lasting trauma symptoms. So if you go through combat <clears throat> and we've labeled combat as traumatic and you don't have trauma, what does that mean about you? So that kind of cuts in both directions. When we're being too inclusive, we start to stretch the word trauma to meaninglessness. So we end up arguing, going in the other direction, that everything is traumatic for everyone all the time. And this kind of pushes us into um, a sort of existential crisis because it starts to look like if everyone is traumatized all the time by everything, then there's just not a damn thing we can do about it. So we need better, more nuanced definitions of trauma that fit what people are living through now. And this is where your stories come into play. If we want to understand trauma, we need to think about what it is like. And the best way to do that is to hear what it is like from the people who lived it. I hear stories all the time about traumatic experience that 
don't or wouldn't necessarily fall into the category of what we might think trauma is, but that were deeply traumatic for the people that lived through them, who then have to kind of peel back all these layers of understanding to get at their own experience. So we need to document these stories. We need to tell them and hear them and resonate with them because this helps us get a much more nuanced understanding of trauma. And that understanding can then help us treat people who are struggling with it. We also sometimes see ourselves in other people's stories. We can come to recognize and understand our own experience when we hear someone else talk about something similar. And then we say, oh, wait a minute, I've been there too. Now I can see how and why that affected me so much. It helps us normalize. I want to be clear about one thing. This is not a podcast about labeling which kinds of things are traumatic and which kinds of things are not. So don't be worried about that if you're thinking about writing in. This is a podcast about how to understand and cope with the overwhelming experiences that we go through and how to cope with the traces that those experiences leave on our personalities, our attachment styles, and our lives. Since we've been about the business of labeling some things as legitimately traumatic and other things as not legitimately traumatic, we have, I think, sort of unintentionally invited shame to the party. So when we're dealing with trauma, we don't just have to deal with trauma, we also have to deal with the shame that comes with it. We are ashamed that we were overwhelmed by an experience that others around us may have not had an issue with. We are ashamed that you know, society is telling us to just get over it and we can't seem to. We're ashamed that sometimes 10 or 20 years later, we keep finding traces and symptoms in our lives that get in the way. But here's something that I've learned, and this is a scientific fact. This is not a matter of opinion. Traumatic experience is a biological event as much as it is a mind event. Trauma shapes our nervous system and our experience of the world. This has two really important implications. The first is if we want to heal trauma, we have to work with the mind and the body. It can't be one or the other. And the second is um, it means that the trauma response, and by that I just mean the thing that happens in your mind and body when you get overwhelmed, The trauma response is born of strength and the will to survive, not weakness or disorder, as we so often talk about it. The mechanisms that define and respond to overwhelm are mechanisms that have evolved over time to keep us alive. So being ashamed about having trauma is like being ashamed for being hungry. It's just a thing your body does as it tries to stay alive. None of that is to say, of course, that we should like just rejoice in our traumas and live happily with the symptoms that these experiences leave us with. Um, It's just simply to say that if we want to heal, we first have to put down our shame. And one really great way to do that is to understand what trauma actually is in the brain and in the body. And this is where I come in. Um, I'll be working with your stories to help you normalize the symptoms that you're dealing with whether that's panic attacks, flashbacks, or just an inability to argue efficiently with your partner or your coworker. I can help you understand where those symptoms are coming from and how to face them 
so that you can get just a little bit more space and freedom to deal with them. So that's it. That's the plan. You tell me your story. I explain what's going on and give you some tips to get to thriving. So if you've had an experience that has left you feeling broken, write in at the traumatapes at gmail.com. I will read your letter on the podcast and explain to you just how not broken you are. If you are trying to figure out how to start, um, there are a couple of questions that might help guide you. Number one is just what happened. Number two is what is the story you're telling yourself about what that means about you? Three is how are these symptoms or traces showing up in your current life and causing problems? So you can answer any of those. Tell me your story and we will go from there. I'm excited to be here and I can't wait to hear from you.